When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au, predict Australia's score with a crystal ball, and it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semifinals, all thanks to McDonald's. Maccas, together and loving it. TNCs apply. Welcome to the Punters, mate, on SEN. Ah, it's my favourite day of the week, Friday, because it means many things. Punter's mate is just one of those. Chris Nelson, good morning to you. Good morning, Mark. I'm sure you were going to say the fact that you see me on a Friday was one of the reasons that it's the favourite day of the week for you. No, it's because the weekend's just okay, around. You're far, you're, as I've said on numerous occasions, we are as far away from Monday morning as it is possible to be <laughs> without having to. Well, we're nearly finished our day anyway. So um, how has your week been? What's your top three from the week? Well, I don't think we can go past Alligator Blood's win in the Stradbroke handicap. That was enormous um, for many reasons. Obviously, the uh, the sickness in the family there with the owner's uh, wife, uh, and then she passed away the next day. So that, that was an amazing sense of timing, I thought. It's funny how these things happen at times. And just getting the horse back to the to – the, um, to the stage he was as a three-year-old. He was mm. a, such a good horse. We all loved him up here as a three-year-old. Then he went off the boil, had a couple of trainer changes, as we know, and they've done an amazing job, uh, Gay Waterhouse, Adrian Bott, to nurse him back after his injuries. So where he goes from here, I think it's Melbourne. We'll touch on that later on, uh, later in the spring or in the spring. So interesting to see if he can carry that form. I'm sure he probably will. So he's number one. Number two was the little West Australian filly, She's a Belter, winning the other group one. Uh, the JJ and she's such a tough horse. Uh, Willie Pike got the best out of her. Sat three wide the entire trip. Did an amazing job to hold on and beat a couple of fast-finishing types such as political debate. And my third highlight, Mark, is the track. I haven't heard one complaint about the Eagle Farm track. Okay. I don't know if you have, but I've heard nothing. I think it no. played very, very well. It played fair. Yes, it might have been firm the second day, the uh, the fourth. Uh, but, look, the track's played beautifully fair. You could win inside. You could win outside. You could come from the back. You could win from the front. So full credit to everyone at Eagle Farm. Yeah, the circles in which I walk don't necessarily talk about the track at Eagle Farm. You would be more inclined to get those discussions. But, I mean, I think, um, you know, the rain that we had in, in Queensland, even though that, that track drains yep. really well, I just think the amount of rain meant that it was able to cop that and and still um, have some on the surface or, you know, near the cushion. top. And, and, yeah, a bit of cushion. And, and they've got kaikuya. They've planted a lot of kaikuya grass yeah. in there to give it more cushion, and that's starting to spread through. And in time, it'll probably spread right through. So it'll give it more cushion, and that's been a definite plus as well. But, you know, I mean, there were thoughts about it being torn up and all this sort of stuff, but I haven't heard a word. So, yeah, nice to not to be talking about uh, the track and yeah. talking about the, the great races and Alligator Blood uh, winning the Stratty on the weekend and, uh, yeah, just been a terrific uh, Desley Foster with her first uh, group, group one, one yep. and David Van Dyke, the emotion of Gypsy Goddess. And we still have a group one to come. We've got a big day tomorrow at Ipswich, which we'll look at a little bit later, the yep. Ipswich Cup. Of course, it's not um, in terms of uh, group status. It's a listed race. But in terms of 
the day out. The day out. It's one of a kind. As yeah. Tommy Hackett was telling us early, earlier on uh, Breakfast with Patton Heels, um, Ipswich potentially one of the only um, race venues where a race has been stopped because the DJ was too loud. Yep. Um, and because yep. of a brawl in the mounting enclosure or whatever. Yeah. And do you remember the year the Forex man on the winning post went missing? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah and they found things, him down yeah. a creek or something yeah, a few days later. It's, uh, <laughs> it is. Maybe we should talk about that a little bit later for our <laughs> listeners uh, that are joining us from uh, down south when uh, after 9 o'clock. Uh, the, um, it, well, yeah, Ipswich, unique. Yes. You mentioned alligator blood. Rothfire was great too. So have you got an update on yeah, those two? Yeah, Rothfire ran third. He's gone for a break, as would have alligator blood. Now, they will probably uh, meet each other again in the springtime in Melbourne. There's quite a few races on the agenda there for both. Rob Heathcote's keen to get back to Melbourne. He hasn't been able to for the past few years. He's been, able, he's been sending his horses uh, a limited amount of horses. Obviously, Star Tontes Rothfire to Sydney, but he wants to get back to Melbourne again. So... Uh, the return clash will be in Melbourne or clashes will be in Melbourne during the spring. And Michael Carl's on his way back. Yeah, he is. Two or three weeks away. He had a bad fall, of course, at uh, or in December. He rode four trials at Deegan on Tuesday. As I say, another two to three weeks and we should see Michael Carl back in the in the saddle. He's a very popular jockey. Yeah, that's good news there. What about uh, Jason Collett? Well, a few uh, riding uh, engagements here. Jason Collett will ride Star Tontes in the Tiara. What weight will start? Oh, start on it's a weight for age race. The uh, oh, okay. down in the weights, well down in the weights. But certainly not fifty like he, nah. like she had in the. Um, no, not quite that low. Yeah. That was a nice run. Jimmy Orman will ride April Rain in the Tiara as well, and Steph Thornton will ride Brooklyn Hustle in the Tiara. Now, Brooklyn Hustle was a good run in the in the Stradbroke, running on late. Unfortunately, that's what she does. She runs on late. But she's always a chance. I wouldn't rule her out. Okay, and Steph, of course, won the Switch Cup last year. She did, and Ben won. Ben won the eyeliner or the gay waterhouse. One he won of them, the other yeah, one. Yeah, yeah. So they had a big day this time last year. Uh, so we're going to chat with Ben a little bit later on the program, Mrs. Th- Mrs. Uh, Thornton, uh, Mr. Thornton. Sorry, <laughs> I did call yeah, him. Whatever. <laughs> oh, I shan't be calling you. But yeah, we haven't spoken to either of them. I've, I've texted Steph um, since they got married, so we'll chat with Ben. Lovely guy. Yep. So um, yeah, we'll chat with him. And uh, Tim Clark is going to join us. Yeah, shortly. looking forward to Tim Clark. Of course, rode Alligator Blood last Saturday to victory in the Stradbroke. So there, that's what's coming up. We'll also. Your follow, fold or forgive, and it's a, a nervous wait for us horse owners because we've got um, the big goodbye running at uh, Ipswich tomorrow. So if I'm and a little a bit dis- if I'm a little bit distracted, it's because one of my horses is running tomorrow in a race worth one hundred and five thousand dollars. Yeah, another paycheck mm. coming your way. Well, we can only hope, Chris. We can only hope. We're in there with a good chance. I think. I think. I think you've there, got a great chance. I think we're in there. That's yeah. what everyone tells me. Mm. So, um, mind you, my everyone is you and Tommy Hackett, and that's about <laughs> it. But uh, you all tell me we're in with a good chance. Definitely. This is the punters, mate. It's all thanks to the Tab Queensland Racing Carnival. It's where champions emerge. Gamble responsibly. Call one eight hundred eight. Excuse me. Eight five one eight hundred eight five eight eight five eight. Tim Clark is next. This is the punters, mate, on SEN. Mark Brabrook and Chris Nelson on this Friday morning on SEN Track right around the nation. And it's all thanks to the Tab Queensland Racing Carnival featuring Stradbroke season. It's where champions emerge. Gamble responsibly. Call 1-800-858-858. Following the Stradbroke last Saturday at Eagle Farm, Ian Healy's Merch Corner here in the SEN Track studios has had a bit of a, a rearrangement. And at the forefront of Heels' merch corner is the alligator blood cap, which has come out of the dark and now sits proudly just ahead of Rothfire. 
So Heels is back on board, and I'm sure one man that is very happy about uh, Rothfire being back to where Rothfire, uh, sorry, Alligator Blood, back to where Alligator Blood was previously is Tim Clark, who was on board for the win in the Stratty, and he joins us now. Tim, thanks very much for your time, mate. Congratulations. Yeah, thanks very much, guys. Thanks for having me on. And, um, yeah, it's great to see him recapture some of his form from from a three-year-old, his three-year-old year. And, yeah, he showed everyone that he's, um, yeah, right back to his best there on on Stradbroke Day. Leading into the race, he had a cracking run, what, was two weeks before? Yeah. Yeah, And everyone was saying, well, if he he follows that up, if he does that again, he's going to be hard to beat. What were your confidence levels heading into the Stratty? Yeah, that's right. He... We weren't quite sure um, what to expect from him first up. He'd, uh, he, you know, he'd been going okay, and he'd had a long, long, steady build-up into his into his prep, and he he, um, he did miss a trial leading into his first up run. So just felt that you know he's probably going to be in need of the run, um, but for him to run so well fresh, it gave us a lot of confidence going into his second up run that. Yeah, he had he had a good bit of improvement to come out of that. Um, I went up and and worked him on the Tuesday before the strad broke, and he he worked well, and he seemed to come through his first out run and hadn't taken any Ill, any ill effects from that, and come through it in good order. So we're confident with you know how the horse was going, and it just needed um, you know when he, he drew a bit awkward, so he just needed a bit of luck in running and fortunate enough we're able to get that and yeah he, he proved pretty dominant and that was going to be on my next question how did you feel after that barrier draw it was 21 uh before scratchings you came into uh to 17 tim what what was the plan from from the start i know you uh you did race wide but you did have cover in the run was that the plan yeah well obviously you know it would be they looked at a fair bit of speed on paper as you'd expect in you know such a big handicap like that um, felt that they were going to go pretty quick. So, but we wanted to be positive from that draw, and you know, felt that they might have broke up a little bit, and we could get in sort of somewhere fifth or sixth. But ended up probably a bit further back than we anticipated. But I had a beautiful run on the back of Ayrton, and that horse was able to drag me into the race beautifully, and it actually it panned out really well. It was probably a, a blessing, you know, um, really, you know, seeing it. You know, sometimes in big fields, you know, the horse is back on the inside getting held up and that. Yep. So having having a bit of room to move probably worked in our favour in the end. Yeah, I mean, I just watched the replay again this morning and uh, when you got wide in the straight and came off Ayrton's back, uh, you were quite close. Were you quite confident then? It just looked as though he was travelling so well and you had a lap full. Not exactly a lap full, but you had plenty under you. Yeah, I was pretty confident. From probably the, the half mile... Um, yeah, he really started to track into it nicely, and and the fact that I was able to, you know, make up ground on the leaders without really doing any work from sort of probably that that period to the to the four hundred, um, yeah, you know, I was yeah, I felt that I had a had a lot of horse under me, and that it would, uh, you know, all he had to do was just find off the off the bridle when I asked him, and he um, he showed a wonderful turn of foot to to put the race away pretty quickly, I felt. Now, there's a lot of water to go under the bridge between now and the springtime in Melbourne, but that we believe that's where he's heading. Uh, that being the case, are you keen to stay on him in Melbourne? Yeah, no, that'd be 
that that's sort of they're definitely where he's heading that that path obviously he hasn't he hasn't done a lot of racing over the last six or twelve months, so hopefully he's still got plenty to offer and um you know there's some really nice races down there for him so um yeah hopefully i can I can go back go down there obviously there's you know um Sydney's got a massive spring carnival as mm. well over that time but um yeah, hopefully it works out, and at this stage, that I'd be I'd be looking forward to getting back down there and getting back on him. That's for sure. Now we haven't seen as much of you this year at the carnival as we have in the past. I know you were successful on Converge in the Group One, uh, the Atkins last year. It's been a lighter carnival for you. Any particular reason for that? And will we see you back next week for the Group One day? Um, well, I guess that um, <clears throat> I spoke to, yeah, I had. A, discussion with my manager Ty about um, going up there um, you know but obviously there was commitments down here with the, the three standalone Saturday meetings the Hawkesbury, Gosford and Scone so we wanted to to get through them first before heading up there and um, obviously the first weekend I went up there the, the races were called off so it meant that the, the four week period become a, a three week sort of three weekend um, hit and run so um, but it Worked out at you know with uh, him winning the Stradbroke really topped off a nice carnival, splendiferous won a race up there. So mm. uh, it was a good carnival, but um, now that's me done. So I'll be um, <clears throat> I'm staying back in Sydney um, next weekend. So I thought I'd uh, go out on a on a high after. <laughs> you certainly the did that. Well, mate, it's a bit warmer up here this week too. You're missing out on you know 24, 25 yeah. on the Gold Coast yesterday. But anyway. It's your, your Rose Hill tomorrow. What yeah. uh, what are you keen on tomorrow? What are you looking forward to riding tomorrow? I'm looking forward to riding um, Youth Spirit in the Mikel Cup. So he's an import. You know he's got pretty pretty good form from overseas. Taking taking him a little bit of time to to sort of acclimatise and get used to the way things are done out here. But um, I feel that he's just continued to improve his last couple of trials and. Um, he seems as though he's, he's um, on the right track now. So, you know, he, whether tomorrow is his day, but he's definitely a, a horse that um, could be worth following. Um, you know, there's probably not a lot of races for him after tomorrow, but, um, you know, maybe them early spring staying races um, could, be, could be very suitable for him. Now, you're riding Lady of Luxury in the last race for Bjorn Baker. Lady of Luxury was an acceptor up here also, obviously not running here, running in Sydney. 61 kilos from an inside gate. She's a mare that generally gets back a little in her races. Yeah, she'll probably end up sort of three pairs back. Um, she's actually going really well. Uh, I thought she'd be very hard to beat tomorrow. Yeah, yeah she's just got that that bit of weight that, that's going to sort of anchor her a little bit, but um, from that low draw, she's going to do no work in the first half of the race, so she should be really strong, mate. Tim, we really appreciate your time, mate. Congratulations on the win on Alligator Blood last weekend, and um, good luck for the remainder of the year. Thanks, guys. Lovely to catch up. Thanks, Thanks mate. There's Tim Clark, who uh, steered Alligator Blood to Group 1 victory last week at Eagle It was a good Farm. ride. It was a very good ride. Had that wide gate, just needed to get cover. He got the cover and that horse just travelled in the run and uh, he has to be back to his best. I'd say he can improve further. I reckon it's um, it's a bit like, you know, when you're on a horse that you know you've got plenty under you and you're in a group one, it must be like when you're playing in a, a test match or you're playing footy and everything's coming out of the middle. Yep. 
And yep. you're thinking, what, well, today could well be my day. It's one of those rare days on the golf course, Mark, where every shot you seem to hit just seems to be so easy. Yeah, yeah. Anyway. doesn't happen often. So alligator blood, back to where we knew alligator blood, we hoped yeah. alligator blood could get to. I didn't think he'd get back there after his runs in the summer, but he's back. This is The Punters Mate with Mark Braybrook and Chris Nelson. On this Friday morning, still to come on the show, Ben Thompson will be joining us a big day tomorrow at Ipswich with the Cup and the Eyeliner. We've got Follow, Fold or Forgive and Chris Nelson's weekend forecast. All that and more on The Punters Mate. And it's all thanks to the Tab Queensland Racing Carnival. It's where champions emerge. Gamble responsibly. Call 1-800-858-858. This is The Punters Mate on SEN. Mark Braybrook and Chris Nelson on this Friday morning. It is Ipswich Cup weekend, so it's going to be a big day tomorrow out at Ippy. No doubt about that. Um, really tight at the top of the Jockeys Premiership. Just having a look at that too. Uh, Chris, what are we now? Mid-June, so we've got July. Not far to go. Six weeks. Jimmy Orman's the favourite. He's right. four ahead of Jimmy Byrne and Ryan Maloney. Ryan Maloney. Eight behind. A bit yeah, too far, tough is it? task. Is that yeah. a bit too far? Yeah. Well, you never know. You never know. But uh, I'd say Jimmy's in the box seat. Jimmy yeah. Orman, that is. Yeah. Not Jimmy Byrne. Well, there's still six weeks to go. And, um, yeah, so Jimmy Orman is in front. 64 and a half winners to Jimmy Byrne's 60. That's, that's Metro. Race. I think Jimmy rode four out of five at the Sunny Coast last week. Of course, that's not, met, that's not Metro. But uh, he's still riding well. He's been riding well for a long time. Racing across uh, Queensland in the next couple of days. Sunny Coast today, a meeting uh, on the Sunshine Coast. Townsville, there's trials for Townsville. Um, Redcliffe, the harness racing at Redcliffe and Greyhounds at Ipswich. No. You, oh, I thought you were going to say <laughs> something there. <laughs> now, tomorrow, Ipswich Cup Day, of course. Uh, Aquas Park, Gold Coast. Toowoomba, Rockhampton, McKinley, Gympie, Atherton. Where? McKinlay? Yeah, it's up in the north, I believe. Wow. Lovely little track there, Tommy tells us, at McKinlay. So, <laughs> he wouldn't have been there. <laughs> I, mate, I would not rule that out There's at no all. no way known he's I would been not there. rule that out at all. Atherton, our friends in Atherton got a meeting tomorrow. Cunnamulla, Bowen and Warwick. Uh, harness racing at Albion Park, Ipswich and Townsville for the Greyhounds. Then on Sunday, the Sunshine Coast, again, for the uh, Thoroughbreds, Longreach. Uh, Redcliffe for the harness racing, Albion Park and... Capalabar. Not as yet. And Doomben is where we are on Wednesday for the Thoroughbreds. And we have a meeting at Aquas Bow Desert on Tuesday. And that's probably the most important meeting we'll have all week. You're but. getting nervous already. <laughs> See, I'm quite calm about my horse, the big goodbye running well, tomorrow. You've got plenty. You've got a stable for one. It's, it's, it's hard to keep up. But I'm, I'm okay at the moment for the big goodbye at Ipswich. You are a cat on a hot tin roof because yeah. April and Augusta is who finished third last start. At the Gold Coast yeah. on a very, very heavy track. Well, you had it in your follow. I'm bordering on um, forget. Folding. Yeah, folding. Yeah, <laughs> fold and forget. Yeah. That but was a good run. I'll give it another chance. Yeah, yeah. well, you'd want to win at Bow Desert because it's obviously a step down in grade. So we, we need to draw a good gate. She likes to go forward. She's got speed, but we need a good gate. That's very important at Bow Desert. Only a short straight. You don't want to be uh, wide. Do you believe in omens? Yeah, sometimes. Well, the US Open's on. Out of Spieth. Oh, no. Yeah, yeah. I know it's not the Masters, but it's the US Open. Well, it's half. Unfortunately, though, Jordan Speeth's crook at the moment. He, he was crook again. I think he played today. I don't know whether he finished his round. I'll have to have a look. But he's not feeling well. I hope April and Augusta is feeling better I than Jordan Speeth. 
They're both feeling better than Phil Mickelson at the moment. Too. The Tab Queensland Racing Carnival featuring Stradbroke season is where champions emerge. Gamble responsibly. Call 1-800-858-858. A number of stations will be joining us shortly. Other side of that, we'll chat with Ben Thompson heading into Ipswich Cup Day. Queensland is where we are because the program is brought to you by the Tab Queensland Racing Carnivals where champions emerge. Gamble responsibly. Call 1-800-858-858. Mark Braybrook and Chris Nelson on Ipswich Cup Eve. Chris, good morning to you for those stations just joining us. Good morning to you, Mark. A beautiful day in southeast Queensland, as it will be tomorrow for the big one at Ipswich. I've been trying to think all week and particularly for the last half hour how we can explain to um, people outside of Southeast Queensland, or even Queensland, because I think most people in Queensland could understand what sort of a day Ipswich Cup Day is. It is unique. It is not a group day, the listed Ipswich Cup. They get a massive crowd to Ipswich Racetrack, which is at Bundamba uh, on the outside. Basically, so is Bundamba a suburb of Ipswich? It is, yes. Okay. Yeah, it's where my daughter and son-in-law live, Bundamba. Yeah, Bundamba. That's the name of the That's suburb. That's what the track used to be known yes. as, Bundamba. Yes, so yeah. it is a suburb of Ipswich. Yep. It's about um, from the centre of Brisbane, maybe 35 to 40 minutes with no traffic. Uh, so it's not too far away, Ippy. Uh, but they get 20,000. I'll be getting there tomorrow. Oh, yeah, at um, least. In, infield marquee. Yes. Uh, plenty of marquees. And yes. anywhere there's a spot, someone will be in it. And a meeting without Ipswich Cup status might get 20. Exactly. Yeah. yeah so twenty thousand tomorrow in their finery when they arrive, <laughs> less so when they leave. So, plenty of... Uh, People walking out holding their shoes. Yeah. So this time last year, Steph Thornton won the Ipswich Cup, Ben Thompson the eyeliner. So uh, we'll speak to Ben very shortly uh, about his rides for tomorrow. But um, Ipswich is a different track. It's a quirky track. Yeah. Um, and certain horses don't handle Ipswich well. Some horses do. And the pattern at times can be interesting to watch tomorrow. Yeah, there is. It, I don't know if there is a pattern. I mean... It, Someone said once, you just win at Ipswich, you win ugly. There's nothing about having a you know, a good ride or you get the good run, you just win. That, that's the main thing. And Jimmy Byrne used to be, and he still is, very capable at Ipswich. So he's probably the jockey to watch. So if he's got good rides, then Jimmy Byrne certainly seems to always have a knack at Ipswich. Well, I shan't be doing that. I'll be watching out for Mr. and Mrs. Thompson tomorrow, okay. as we always do, our favourite jockeys. And we haven't spoken to Ben since the surprise wedding. So I sent Steph a text and I... <laughs> I said congratulations, and I had to, oh, quick, and to Ben as well. And he's online now. Ben, congratulations, mate. Everyone here at SEN is so happy for you <laughs> and Steph. <laughs> no, thank you very much, Mark. But um, It's been a big month. Oh, I guess you could say two months with the lead up and everything. And, uh, no, it was, um, it was a fantastic day, and um, it couldn't have been any better. Well, Heels was very disappointed because he was over in Adelaide on holidays at the Barossa sourcing a venue for your Bucks night and knew nothing about it. So he, he was blowing up the Lux when he came back. So, But he didn't waste the trip, so don't worry about it too much. So there you go. So well done, mate. We're all very happy for you and pass on our best to Steph. As I said, I sent a text, but I haven't spoken to her yet. We're, we're really, really happy. Mate, uh, tomorrow, it's it's one of those days, isn't it? Ipswich Cup Day. It's unique on the Queensland, maybe the Australian racing calendar as well. Yeah, it's a super day. Last year was my first Ipswich Cup Day and – uh, I remember driving in, I said to Steph, said, oh, crowd, I'd never seen, because it's such a, it's not a big venue, Ipswich, like compared to a Sunshine Coast or 
an eagle farm where you can probably uh, a lot of the crowd can get lost just in and even like a Flemington where the, the track's just course is so big but Ipswich you, you realise like the, just the, the mass of, of people there and um, it was super so it looks like the, the weather's going to be on point and um, uh, talking to Tim Dunn and the team yesterday that sounds like they're going to get another big turnout so looking forward to it and hopefully we can have a winner along the way. Ben, congratulations from me to you and uh, and Steph. And I was trying to think of a meeting of a um a meeting or a venue in Melbourne similar to Ipswich Cup, and I really couldn't come across anything. Maybe Would Warrnambool be no, close. I, I haven't been know. to Warrnambool, so I, I couldn't tell you. But anything know. that springs to played. mind? Not really. Well, it's it's you. It probably wouldn't wouldn't come to mind to many. But I think uh, it's and it doesn't have the amount of the numbers that Ipswich does. But Avoca. Caulfield Cup Day is a really big meeting. I rode there um, as a claiming apprentice in the country, and it um, they get a huge crowd. And the only probably the, the biggest similarity too is that they have a lot of crowd on the infield. Yep. Uh, they're, they're the only two tracks that I can think of in Victoria where there's crowd, a lot of crowd besides Flemington, uh, a lot of the, and, and Mooney Valley. A lot of crowd has been on the infield is um, is yeah, uh, Voca Cup and, and Dunkeld Cup, which both have I think only maybe one one maybe two meetings in a year. So. Only similarities, but uh, like Cranbourne's, it can, it's a pretty small course and can get like a big crowd as well. But um, to be honest, not much quite like Ipswich, not unless you get sort of your, you think of your Mooney Valley, which is really intimate and get huge crowds. Um, but no, it's uh, Ipswich is, I think, yeah. It's unique. On its own. Yeah. It's unique. And you'd be very the happy. number of to, Yeah, it is. That's right. You'd be very happy to replicate last year's results. I would, I would. It's uh, last year was super. It um, had a couple of placings during the day, and then we're able to really heat up late. So, um, yeah, hopefully we can have as as much success uh, this year as we did last. All right, down to business. Vinco in the eye liner. I'm quite keen on Vinco. Obviously, very impressive for you winning last start, the Spear Chief at Eagle Farm, and that run in the uh, the sprint. The Alligator Blood Race prior was obviously a good one. Not having a lot of luck. Confidence levels. It looks to be reasonable speed in the race. Yeah, I agree, Chris. He's uh, yeah, he's, he's I've sat on in between runs, and he's yeah, same old Vinco. He's he's very, very, very leisurely about his work, and um, there's been I haven't noticed any change in him, and uh, I don't think the team have either, which is just the biggest plus. He's he obviously off a week back up. He, he went super, um, and just hopefully, oh, beat he's he's rising six, and he, he's won nine races, million half a million dollars. He's he's very good at his job, but. He may be, you know, really finding his best form now. So hopefully he can make it um, two wins on the trot. It is, don't get me wrong, it's, it's another really solid race. Last time he did have barrier one and having and after jumping well, there was we had a lot of favours. So um, it may be wishful thinking, but I'm, I'm, I'm hoping he can begin like he did last time. He's usually a horse that you have to really sort of earn your riding fee on him and, and make him sort of get involved and then obviously... His biggest attribute is sort of almost if it's a survival of the fittest, he usually wins in those scenarios. So uh, obviously the nature of Ipswich would know the pattern of the day come race eight. There looks to be like good obvious speed with Holyfield drawn wide, Emerald Kingdom will hold a spot having drawn wide as well. Um, then a horse like Sir Warwick's never far away. So I'm hoping that those three horses in particular can get in a get in a speed battle. And I think if that's the case, it'll really set up for a horse like Vinco to be chiming in late.
Ben, we spoke about Ipswich, or Mark mentioned it earlier on. How do you ride Ipswich? Is there a, do you go there and have a certain pattern? Do you think the track changes pattern-wise when the rail's out? Uh, obviously, the rail's not out tomorrow. I think it's out half a metre or so. But uh, and as I said earlier, I, I did see a story once where you just ride ugly to win at Ipswich. How do you find it? What sort of a track do you find it to ride at? It, it does have, like, its, its quirks, given that it is tight and it, it can get tricky and generally leaderish when the rail is out. Uh, like anywhere, even anybody that watched races at Doombin on Wednesday with the rail out 10, it, it becomes, you know, quite hard. I think there was only two horses run on from further back than third um, that day, or further, sorry, further back than third or fourth, second pair um, out of the eight races. So it, it can be a bit like that, which is like any track, like when the rail's out, just that the... the the leaders can skip away and make the back markers or give them too much to do. I sort of compare it, well, it's not the not similar shape to Mooney Valley, but it can be the same. And I, I reckon when I first moved up, I, I, um, I probably was guilty of trying to ride too much to the course rather than my horse. So I think the, the first and foremost, I just try to obviously have your horse balanced and, and in a nice rhythm. But um, if you can, like just at the start, uh, you know, try to, if I can be a pair closer um, and let's say I'd naturally land. I always try to try to do that. Obviously, they say that um, you hear people say, oh, Jim Burns says, you know, you must go at the sign, which uh, which the, the I think it's a great northern sign now. It's probably changed over the years, but <laughs> that's a hundred. Um, um, but it, in saying that, it's, it's I don't know, it, it is unique, a lot different to the tracks that usually ride out being sunny, the Sunshine Coast, Eagle Farm and Doombin. But um, that's all. I just think if you, if you can help it, and it helps to be close to the, to the speed than further back. Mate, uh, in the uh, Ipswich Cup, uh, you're on Spencer. You've drawn just in front of my daughter and son-in-law's driveway, <laughs> uh, which backs onto the starting point for the Ipswich Cup. So you're in barrier uh, 17. Uh, what do you have to do to get Spencer home tomorrow? Yeah, we'll need a bit of luck from the draw. Um, obviously, it gives you a lot of confidence being on one of David Van Dyke's uh, at any time, but I mean, let alone the horse is fourth up. I'm, I'd be pretty confident to say this is a race that he's, that he's marked out for Spencer. Um, and albeit he has, so the visitor's draw, he's, he's got no weight, and as I say, he's fit. So he can generally take up a spot close to the speed. I don't see it to be a race with a stack of obvious or natural no. leaders. I was probably like, as I said before, I'm sure most jockeys will be trying to be as close as they can whilst being comfortable, but I think a horse like him stepping up in trip, um, you know, he hasn't raced beyond a mile this time in. His race is around above 10 furlongs. He's been able to settle in a handy role in the first four. And I sort of imagined him being there again, sort of between myself, uh, Lady Salerno, Tavion Prince. There's not, I don't think, breakout speed. So hopefully I'm right and we can get to a spot there. But David always has a plan and um, he's generally spot on. So... He's, oh, but he will need a lot of luck, but I do think it's probably just the nature of Ipswich as a course. Um, the winner of this race is going to need oh, no bad luck. Even a horse like Bartholomew Diaz was super last time and I think he's entitled to be favourite. He drops a lot in the weights, uh, though he did have all the Eagle Farm straight to catch the field. So, um, as I say, I do think that, uh, all being equal, he's definitely the horse to beat, but he'll, um, he'll need a bit of luck if he's in a similar spot to he was last time. Ben, at this stage, Uncommon James is still a uh, an acceptor in race six or a starter. Uh, I did hear around the traps that he may be scratched due to the wide gate. Have you heard anything along those lines? 
I haven't, no, no. He's um obviously he comes into barrier eleven and fourteen at the moment. He's a really nice horse. Yeah. He's in a he's in a race. There's a lot of a lot of most of the field are, are racing really well. Obviously we're at the top weight Rubiculous, um, won the Mick Dipman last time, she's going super. Uh would have been really confident if we had it drawn well. I think even even if he runs, obviously Rubiculous um is a horse he always sort of takes up a spot handy to the speed and he's drawn outside me, so I think hopefully, like worst, or it's, it's probably not worst case scenario. It's probably the only scenario. If he jumps well, he's going to take up a spot close to the close to the action. Uncommon James, but I think with a horse like Rebecca drawn on my outside, it may be able to give us a nice um, card across. So he's uh, he's in great order. His trials have been. Oh, his trial last Tuesday was super. Leading into today, um, sorry tomorrow, and if he can. He really doesn't have to re- have to have to have returned to racing any better. I think if he can just run up to his two wins, um, his last two starts, and obviously that win beating him outside, he's um, he's going to be right there. Just one more before I let you go. You rode a first start of Primal Lockdown at Doomben on uh, Wednesday. I thought it was impressive. The trials uh, obviously impressive. Prior a horse that will take good benefit from that run. Yeah, for sure. He's he's a big boy and still probably finding his niche. Um, obviously, he's a three-year-old. A rising four, but he's he's been a, a slow um, proposition because he did have a have an injury as a young horse. So he's been a good acquisition to Stephen O'Day and Matt Hoisted's team, and he definitely lost no admirers, albeit not winning on Tuesday. Um, sorry, Wednesday. Argyle Pink had been racing super last prep, and and she tried up really well, like him leading into that day. So um, he had probably he he travelled on his terms second, but I'd love to sort of ride him with a sit just to keep it simple for him and give him something to chase. But um, as I say, we're a nice horse going forward. I think the more racing that he has, the, the better he'll be. Thanks, mate. Great to chat to you again. Now, Chris, uh, Steph says Ben rates himself as a table tennis player. So how yep. is your playing game, mate? You playing much? Yeah, I um I, I actually haven't played. I was playing fixtures with. Um, Taylor Marshall's my teammate, and yeah, Boris Thornton yeah. was playing as well. So we we did get into it quite a bit, and yeah. um, actually we were talking. Taylor's taken up indoor soccer. He's always played. He's played soccer his whole life, but he said he's ready to get back into table tennis. So then we'll get over the winter, and then wow. um, have to make. It's um no we 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 do we take it very seriously. Yeah, Taylor well, Boris and. Uh, yeah, whoever wins, whoever wins can take on me because I'd thump the lot of you. Really? Oh yeah, I can play. Oh, I can yeah. play. Yeah. <laughs> I can. <laughs> I can play. <laughs> That's a big call. I'll tell, I'll tell Taylor that he'll he'll um yeah, he'll take he'll, on the uh, challenge. Can we have this? Can we watch? Yeah. Can yeah, I'm, I'm like a bit older than those guys, but uh, I'll, I'll, give it, I'll give it a crack. Uh, now, mate. Good luck tomorrow <laughs> to you and Steph. All except for race five because um, Sen Breakfast, the big goodbye is going around tomorrow. So we want your former flat, uh, former housemate Leah Kilner to win race five. You and Steph can win all the others. Mate, all right. <laughs> Thank you very much, guys. See you, mate. Thanks, ben. There is Ben Thompson. Always great to chat to him. And uh, yeah, they rate themselves those three, and so do I. I didn't I realize. Can play. Oh yeah. yeah. When's, I can when play. Have, when do you last play table tennis? A while. I so have to, just, I'd have one to of those things. Just pick it up. Yeah, yeah. Natural I, at it. Yeah, one of many. One of many. So there you go. I'll take them on. I'll take them on. We're going to take a break here on the <laughs> on the. <laughs> we'll take a break here on the punters, mate, on this Friday morning. This is The Punter's Mate on SEN. Time now to have a look at the latest betting markets, thanks to CrossBet. With Scott Cress, Scott Cross, remember, gamble responsibly. Call 1-800-858-858. Morning, mate. How are you? 
Very well. How are you? I'm well. Looking forward to what should be a cracking night of rugby league tonight. We've got the Cowboys taking on Manly first up, followed by the Broncos up against the Storm. Yeah, double header here. Um, Manly two dollars fifty at home. Uh, the Cowboys are a dollar fifty five. The line's four and a half. Oh, look, I actually like the Cowboys here away from home. They've, they've been playing well, and I think they can uh, they continue on here. And you know, we, we've known that Manly can be hot and cold. What about the Broncos up against the Storm? Tough ask, uh, particularly without Adam oh, Reynolds. Big ask, uh, and I think I've seen that even Pappenhausen is out for the uh, for the Storm. I think he has COVID. From yes, he I does. Saw. Yeah, but having. Having said that, Melbourne's still a dollar eighteen raging favourites. Broncos at five dollars. I mean, Broncos have caused some upset recently, but I think even with a line of fourteen and a half, the Broncos at five dollars is a very big ask, and uh, I'd be very comfortable that uh, Melbourne takes this one. Uh, what about the Titans and Cronulla? Any punters giving the Titans any hope? There's a little bit around, but mainly for the line, the plus thirteen and a half for the Titans. They're four dollars fifty. Uh, the Sharks are a dollar twenty. I think after the scare that the Sharkies got last week, that they're uh, they're going to come out firing again this week. Unfortunately, I'm going to have to uh, tip the away uh, the, the non Queensland uh, team this year. I'm taking the Sharkies at a dollar twenty. Yeah, and they're playing that match at Coffs Harbour now. The Gold Coast Suns are in action on Sunday against the Adelaide Crows. They were last game they played North Melbourne. They would have been raging favourites there. I reckon they'd be favourites for this game as well, won't they? Uh, in the AFL. Suns, yeah, yeah. Sorry, the Suns are a dollar sixteen versus the Adelaide Crows wow. at five dollars twenty. Wow. Um, it's a it's a big spread, and uh, I, I think the Suns are at home, so I think a dollar sixteen is going to be very safe. The Crows have uh, have been very lacklustre there. Well, that's a big test for the Suns, I reckon. Credibility on the line. They've had a good month or so, and they need to beat the Crows on Sunday. What do you like in the Ippy Cup tomorrow? Oh, look, the Ipswich Cup tomorrow is going to be a great race. Uh, look, the, the favourite here, uh, no surprise, is uh, Bartholomew Diaz. Look, Bartholomew Diaz is not bad at $4.50. There's two others that I actually like. Uh, Ballistic Boy is the market mover. I see some value here for Ballistic Boy. But another one that piques my interest is our intrigue. It's, it's down in grade. Uh, and I think I'm actually going to tip against the favourite here, Bartholomew Diaz. And I yeah. actually like our intrigue. Oh. Well, I can tell you, Scott, I've got Bartholomew Diaz on top of our intrigue. So hopefully one of those two wins for us. Beautiful. Uh, yeah, no, I'll go the other way. Our intrigue, I'll stick with it at $4.50. You have a great weekend, mate, and uh, we'll chat next week. All the best. Take care. Good on you, mate. Thanks, Scott Cross from CrossBet. Remember, gamble responsibly. Call 1-800-858-858. Now, thanks to Aquas, Queensland's best and largest Stellan facility. Follow, fold, or forgive. Kiss some. These are all follows. I'm in a positive oh. frame of mind this week, Mark. So these are all follows. Kiss some, of course, one Last Saturday at Eagle Farm, I think will be a really nice horse next prep, uh, heading towards the Silver Eagle. I think every horse, every four-year-old in Australia is heading towards these Eagle races. So heading towards the Silver Eagle at uh, or in Sydney in the springtime. So keep an eye out for Kiss Sum. Oh, is that it? Poli- mm. Political debate. Political debate comes out of the JJ last week, ran uh, placing there behind She's a Belter was way back in the field, did a terrific job to run on and ran on really well, really late in the race. Uh, In the spring, uh, political debate will definitely be a contender in some of these big races down south in Melbourne. Even a Cox Plate, I reckon, will be on the agenda for political debate. So there's no no sense of 
tension or excitement about what the next one's going. You've already told us; they're all follows. So we're just going through the motions here. <laughs> sharp and smart. Let I me get. Let me mind. guess. Let me guess. Follow for sharp and smart. You got it. Yep. Sharp and smart comes out of the same race as political debate. Didn't finish as well, but there wasn't much between them on the line. Another one that will show up here in the spring. We'll go back to New Zealand, come back to Sydney or Melbourne in the springtime, and will certainly make its presence felt. So I think that will be a really strong form race, the Atkins this year. She's a belter, political debate, sharp and smart, and others will all show up in the spring. And one of my horses. One of yours. One of Hot yours. Spring Gold. This was the best thing beaten. I really felt sorry for you for a couple of minutes there, um, maybe seconds on Wednesday at, at uh, Doomben. Hot Spring Gold, heavily backed, had the right form. Oh, Paddy was on it. Everyone was on it. I was. Mr. Start, a length and a half, two lengths. Out the back, uh, Larry Cassidy was able to work his way through a couple of runners, got to the outside. I thought was still going to win the race with about 200 metres to go, but just peaked on the effort. And as Ben said earlier, only a couple of horses came from off the speed to win there at uh, Doombin on Wednesday because the rail was out 10 metres, so a tough task. So a very, very good run and the best of good things beaten, unfortunately, for you. All follows, but we've got the big goodbye tomorrow, so we'll be fine. Aquas, Queensland's best and largest stallion facility and Queensland breeders' number one supporter. Brings you follow, fold or forgive. Chris Nelson's weekend forecast we're at Ippy for the Ipswich Cup meeting, and we know that you like Bartholomew Diaz in the Cup. Well, I'll get to him. Let's oh. start at the top. Race one, number five, Honeypot for Tony Gollan and Ryan Maloney. Now, I'm going to say, uh, back this horse responsibly. We want black figures. We don't want red figures. I don't want to take any odds on. Okay, so at the moment, he's a shade of odds on around $1.90 or so. Don't want to back at that price because she does get back in the race or in the run, and she will certainly do that from a wide gate tomorrow. We need speed up front. There are a couple that will go forward. We want them to run along and stop so she can get home over the top of them. So don't want to be taking a ridiculous price about her. If she had to draw on a good gate, I'd say fair enough, but I want a bit of black figure. So something $2 and upwards for Honeypot. What about Saw Wheaty in the same race? Oh, look, I think Saw Wheaty's probably a rung above Honeypot. Got a better draw uh, for Ben. Rung below, you mean? Yeah, sorry, rung yeah. below. A rung below... Um, Honeypot. Honeypot yep. Honey brings stronger form. Sawiti's sort of been going through the motions, uh, winning okay. easier races. So gets the better run, but I just think the other filly's better. So that's race one, number five. Yep. Uh, we'll go to race number. I won't tip well, in race what, what five. I was going to tip the big goodbye, what, I but you've already you, done that. Have no, I surprised no, no, you no. with our weekend forecast? No, not at all. Okay. I, was going, I was going to go to race five, but I thought I won't tip the big goodbye. No, no, I'm. I'm, I'm, I'm doing that because I'm an owner. You're doing it because you're the form expert. Well, I've got him on top, so there, there you go. go. Of Shamaton, who I think's the danger. We'll go to race seven, the cup, the Ipswich Hang Cup. On. Whoa, 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 whoa. What? what do you mean a danger? There can't be, there shan't be any dangers. <laughs> There's always a danger, No, mate. There no, is always there shan't a danger. Be Shamaton, well, and Steph's riding it. We yeah, can't have that. that. We can't. We What's cannot have Ben's on. Uh, is he on I told you, no, Yeah, he's on Goldsboro. That's right. Yeah. Well, we've got Leah taking two off down to 53 and a half. So, no I don't weight. like Goldsboro. Yeah. Okay. Oh, but but I do think Shamaton's got a good chance. Steph. Oh, All right. So, look oh, out. Yeah, there'll be text messages on Sunday. <laughs> right up. So, the big goodbye in race five. Yeah. Race seven, the Ipswich Cup. Uh, as Scott mentioned, Bartholomew Diaz is the favourite. And look, he's an import from the Annabelle Nisham stable. He, he really hadn't done much in Australia at all until he arrived at Eagle Farm a couple of weeks ago. He was in a, a pretty weak race, but I just love the way when, uh, once uh, Jaden Lloyd got him into the clear around the 200-metre mark, he just angled past a couple of runners and then went straight past the uh, the leader, Cognac. As I said, it wasn't a strong race, but I just get the feeling the pennies drop with this guy. 
and he can take the next step and win a win a cup, a win a race such as the Ipswich Cup. So from that good draw, we'll go with Bartholomew Diaz, race seven, number three. Now, the eyeliner, as you know, I'm keen on Vinco here for Ben and Tony Gollan. I hope he gets a good day for Tony Gollan. That's three out of the four specials are his. Uh, Vinco was good, two back, uh, unlucky in that BRC sprint, the race that Alligator Blood came out of that Soxagon won. Last start in the Spear Chief a couple of weeks ago at Eagle Farm was able to shoot along the fence. Lovely ride by Ben, won by almost two lengths. Beat Charm Me Baby, who came out and won a listed race at Eagle Farm last Saturday. So all the form around Vinco is very strong. Uh, hopefully he can get the job done. He's around 4 or $5, Vinco, so you can back him each way if you prefer. And how am I going for time? The last race, race nine, the Gay Waterhouse Classic, number five, Tahitian Dancer, Tony Gollan and Ryan Maloney again. Good third last start at Eagle Farm behind Naj Marty. Ran on well, not quite as well as Naj Marty, but it finished like a train that day. This was a good run. Jamie Carr Road, she had to weave a bit of a passage there in the straight. This is a lot easier. And I think uh, even from an awkward draw, Ryan Maloney's pretty good. He just gets them out and puts them in the right spot. I think he can do that with her. So race nine, number five, Tahitian Dancer. Now, question without notice. Do you have anything? Have you looked at Sunny Coast for today? Is there anything that springs to mind for you for the Sunny Coast? There is a horse that I have been tipping for months and months and months. Then he goes or she goes around in the first race. And number four, Champagne Pop, Jimmy Orman and Rob Heathcote. She gets back in her races, and that's the query with her, and the rail's out 10 metres. So once again, she's a short price, odds on. Don't want to back her at odds on. If she gets out to $2, $2.20 or 30 happy to have something on there. So soft five at the moment tomorrow for Ipswich. It'll be a good four. So how much rain we've had. Uh, it hasn't rained for a week, and it's been warm and windy and still a soft five, but it will be a good four, you'd think, by the time it they get be. there tomorrow because 24 degrees, 23 degrees. It's been the last couple of days with uh, sunshine and wind. Perfect day for everyone to have uh, a lemonade a or good two time. at Ipswich Cup Day tomorrow <laughs> at Bundamba. You have yourself a good week, mate, and uh, we'll be thinking of you, and we'll catch you next Friday on The Punters, mate. Thank you, mate. Hope you all have a great weekend and tip the winner of the Ipswich Cup and everything else and so. the big goodbye in race five. <laughs> have a great week, everyone. We'll catch you next Friday on The Punters, mate.